Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Hey folks, it's the one and only V, the Grill Economist, coming to you this morning. Just some quick recaps, okay? Uh, first and foremost, uh, the big show is going to be today at 2 p.m. Make sure you are back 2 p.m. Eastern. <clears throat> we will have um, we'll have uh, Matthew Arad on, and um, Matthew Arad and I will be running down the gambit. So Matt's going to be back from vacation, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, so today's not, you know, th- th- this announcement is just going to be a quick little recap of things and what we're going on going forward. Lots of things going on. There's a couple of data points I want to be collecting right now, which I will have for you guys probably either, uh, probably the Wednesday or Thursday. I should have some uh, stuff for you guys. In the meantime, a few things I want to get out of the way. Number one is uh, the FJB Balloons, folks. FJB Balloons, make sure you go there. This is a great way for you to support Rogue. It is limited edition NFTs connected with Ether. So when you get it, you'll be able to set it up. All you need is a MetaMask wallet, a MetaMask wallet, or any sort of Ethereum wallet that allows you to hold NFTs. Uh, you simply go to fjballoons.xyz, fjballoons.xyz, click mint a balloon. You can pay with your card or you can pay with uh, crypto, whatever the heck you want. Once you hit pay with card, click this thing that says winter wallet, and that's it. It's, you know, for 51 bucks. 50 bucks! Lifetime subscription, 50 bucks. You get the subscription, you get the, um, let me show you what this looks like. You get the subscription. You get the, uh, uh, the, the, then every week we're going to be giving you guys NFTs. In the back of the NFTs will be headlines for you to uh, uh, get and share. It's pretty awesome. It's really cool. It's a great novel way for you to participate. And then soon we're going to be minting everybody an avatar. So imagine we're going to be having a live streams and you'd be able to use your avatar even in the metaverse. Okay, even in the metaverse, if you want to go there. Because there's going to be people everywhere. We have to go where the people are not. We have to go where the people are not. And anyway, this is a, this NFT stuff is pretty awesome. This is pretty cool. I mean, I love it. I mean, you click on it, you flip, it flips to the back. The headlines are there, and it's totally awesome. We've had an exciting morning, guys. We had an exciting morning. Uh, we had the cowboy and I. We ran our uh, course 
Algo Factory. Algo Factory. And let me just show you guys the cool video. In today's world, chaos is the only certainty. Over the last several years, we have witnessed the impossible occur in global events. The need for families and individuals to not only survive, but to thrive is now greater than ever. Experts the world over have emphasized the importance of generating additional forms of income. In the technologically advanced world we live in today, what if there was a way that we can use technology-powered AI where we can have algorithms do the work for you? Well, thanks to Algo Factory, that is exactly what we did. We teach you not only to leverage the market and carve out profits in the chaos, but we show you how to have a better quality of life by creating your own custom algorithm that trades on your behalf 24 hours a day, seven days a week. All the while, you can continue with your day-to-day -day responsibilities, checking in when needed on your trades that is working for you. Many clients of Algo Factory have been able to fund their savings, go on dream vacations, and even quit their nine to five jobs. They have created more time for themselves and more time for their families all through the power of advanced AI and their personal custom algorithm, Algo Factory. Trade your job, upgrade your life. All right, folks, that is Algo Factory. Listen, go there, algofactory.tech, algofactory.tech. Uh, amazing class. And I'll tell you right now, guys, we are literally... What the heck is going on with my internet here? My internet just crashed? No, it didn't. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. Stop sharing. Okay. There we go. Bear with me here, folks. Algo Factory. Algofactory.tech is the website. Join us over there. Teach a man, give a man a trade, he probably buys McDonald's. Teach a man to trade, and he's eating filet mignon for the rest of his life. Algofactory.tech, algofactory.tech. Trade your job, upgrade your life. Classes have begun. People are loving it. Why you have the prolific cowboy himself and the notorious gorilla in there teaching you the play-by-play -play on how to make it today. You need income streams. You need Algo Factory. And I'll tell you right now, folks, this is probably going to be one of the most effective classes already. People are just freaked out about it. People that are taking it. Join. Okay. Hit get started and join the class. Join the class. Become a member. And then once you become a member, you're going to get an introductory email. Make sure you email us right back because we will give you the link to our exclusive Telegram room where we do full-on video, live tutorials, teaching. We answer questions. We're fully interactive. And it's from 9 a.m. to usually uh, 10 a.m., 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern time every single day. And sometimes we even go further out depending on what the heck's going on in the market or if you have any questions. Folks, this is this is the one. This is more than just 
hey, look at these signals and look at this and, and do that. No, algofactory.tech, algofactory.tech, 50 bucks a month. We teach you the ropes. We teach you how to build your own algorithm. And you got Cowboy and you got V in there every day. I mean, what more do you want? What more do you want? Anyway, folks, listen, lots of things going on. I want to get into a few things here. And, uh, again, I don't want to take up too much time because I do have – I I have Matthew Eric coming on. Okay. We have Matthew Eric coming on today at 2 p.m. So we're looking for – I'm looking forward to that. It's been a while. As the dollar's coming apart, okay. as the dollar's coming apart as world reserve currency, we have seen the, the old adage, folks, there is no honor among thieves. There is no honor among thieves. And there's no honor among globalists. Globalists are some of the most backward some of the most deviant criminals you've ever, ever encountered in your life you could possibly ever meet. So it's no wonder that when the chips are on the table, when their economies are imploding, when the green new schmeal, the green new schmeal is not working out too well, and Klaus Schwab and all his stupid promises make no sense, and it's all falling apart, that they all of a sudden knives out, they're stabbing each other in the back. Because right now, Russia and China, the multipolar reality is taking apart their fantasy, folks. The United States and much of the West, which they sit around and they fantasize all day, they fantasize into an echo chamber. And that fantasy is being hit hard. It's being absolutely demolished these days. Demolished, taken apart by a multipolar reality. And here we have the French. Oh, yes. The French. Vive la France! That's right. It's incredible. The French are like, uh, you know what, uh, let's... Uh, Let's, you know, let's, uh, you know, maybe we shouldn't be so dependent upon the Americans. You know, the French always have this history of kind of going their own way. And Macron, who is a Rothschild, Rothschild sheep, an absolute sheep-dipped Rothschild, Macron is like, maybe we need to uh, do something else. President Macron had a red carpet visit to China where he was ushered in via the tradesman entrance. And he saw another big meeting at a big table with random Chinese citizens cheering Macron, not burning down his favorite restaurant, but mocked by national security experts as one of the greatest blunders of a major European power since the end of the Cold War because flattery works. And Macron is not defined as to deliberately increase one's dependency on China while lecturing European partners about nativity Naivete and the need to boost EU strategic uh, autonomy. Isn't that funny? And this is an article that I'm just like clipping from uh, Michael Every at Rabobank. Here's Macron lecturing. This is what I love about these bastards, these rat bastards. 
Here's Macron lecturing the European Union. We need solidarity. We need fraternity. We need uh, equality. And meanwhile, he is uh, talking to Xi Jinping. Listen, Xi, we are going down in flames. I cannot begin to tell you. We are going down in flames. My economy is not a very integrity, and it is uh, breaking apart. Can you cut me some energy deals? Because soon the hyperinflation will kill me. Oui, oui. They'll give me the Louis XVI. They'll have my head removed. C'est la vie. So here's Macron. He just signed many China investment deals. Oh, yeah, lots. He, a, a brand new Airbus manufacturing plant to create some Airbus aircraft in China. He promised Huawei some fair treatment, allowing Huawei, which in my opinion is the best cell phone manufacturer in God's green earth, before their unfair takedown. I mean, my God, I mean, Huawei phones are everything you phones are messing with right now with advanced cameras, night vision, like the, the, you know, the whole night, being able to take pictures in low light. Uh, telescopic zoom where you can zoom in uh, zoom in uh, 30, 40, 50, 100 times. That's all Huawei. That's all Huawei. Huawei created all that. Curve displays the whole nine yards. Here's, here's Macron. Fair treatment of Huawei. And, and, and he, he, here's uh, the European saying, we need to we, we need to Decouple from the China's uh, supplies. And Macron's like, no, we do not. We need to couple up even more. We need to snuggle up. Because there's the one thing that the West, that some Western leaders are, are starting to realize is that reality is more important than ideology. This is something that the rest of the world knows. This is something that people with common sense know. Reality is more important than ideology. But the globalists, these criminal bastards, reality still has not set in. Macron implied that no French economic consequences for China, even adding, I am neither, I am neither Taiwan, nor the U.S. <laughs> I'm not anything. I'm just here with my hat in hand, ready to, for you to give me the energy. I need the energy to run my country. And while he was there, Beijing said that they would inspect cargo vessels entering Taiwan and set up major military exercises encircling it. The reason why they're checking, why is China checking every single cargo vessel going into Taiwan? Because that's how U.S. NGOs get all those wonderful weapons and disruptive technologies and everything else to counter-revolutionary organizations that are in Taiwan that they will then fly them out from Taiwan into Hong Kong, and then from Hong Kong into mainland China, and then voila, there is a color revolution in China, and the Chinese don't need that. Why Taiwan matters to the world. A dangerous rise in tensions with Beijing is a price worth paying to protect a flourishing Asian democracy. That's what the West wants you to, wants you to believe. That's what the morons on the Financial Times put on in one of their articles. Taiwan matters to the world. It's a dangerous rise in tensions with Beijing. It's a price worthy to pay. We shouldn't be afraid of nukes. They were saying last week about Russia. We shouldn't be afraid of using nukes. These people are crazy. 
And here's what Macron is saying in the midst of all this. Europe must resist the pressure to become America's followers. That great risk Europe faces is getting caught up in the crisis that is not ours, which prevents it from building its strategic economy autonomy. Europe's increased dependency on the U.S. for weapons and energy must focus on boosting its defense industries. The EU should re reduce its dependency on the extraterritoriality of the U.S. dollar. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Here's prop the France. You know, love the French or hate the French. I'm indifferent. I think I love. You know, I love the French people. I love French food. My God, I love French coffee. I love French pastries. I go on and on. I don't like French cars, except Bugatti. And that's because Volkswagen saved them. And, uh, yeah, that's what it is. But anyway, I don't like anything else but French. But, but you know, I don't like the uh, French wines. They're all good. I don't drink anymore. But, you know, it is what it is. But here's the thing. Isn't it funny when the U.S. decided that they're going to lead a coalition of allies? The coalition of allies really was a coalition of the mutually convenient. That when the U.S. led the coalition of allies, that all of a sudden one of the biggest allies, the most influential ally in all of the EU, which is France, is now disseminating within... Well, fiat is not, is not French, Gilbert. Fiat is Italian. Fiat is Italian. Come on. In New York, we used to call fiat back in the 80s. We used to call them fix it again, Tony. Fix it again, Tony. They were so unreliable. Fiat, yep. Don't get me started on Italian cars. I love Alfa Romeo. I love Alfa Romeo. Ferraris are nice. Kind of fragile. Lamborghinis are great, but, you know, that's because, you know, they're running on Audi manages them. My favorite Italian car definitely have to be a Pagani. Pagani's on, Pagani makes amazing pieces of art. Anyway. The French car would be like the Citroën. Yeah, Citroën. It's a good French car. But isn't it funny? This whole thing that the United States started with the with the coalition of allies. Now, all of a sudden, the most influential European country in the EU is now saying that we need to reduce the the dependence on the extraterritoriality of the United States dollar. It's the same thing that de Gaulle was saying. Charles de Gaulle said the same thing 40, 50, year, 50 years ago. If the tensions between the superpowers heat up, we won't have the time nor the resources to finance our strategic autonomy, and we will become vassals. And look at what look, look what Macron is saying. We shouldn't follow the U.S. Imagine that. Macron is saying, "Hey, Europe must resist pressure to become America's followers." What? Europe faces the, the, the we're getting caught up in a crisis that is not ours, and which prevents us from building strategic autonomy. Holy crap. Let's take a step back, folks. Let's take a look at this. You have the Saudis. 
the Saudis have shown the handwriting on the wall and they said, you know what, we're not really into global homo. We're not into zippering our kids and butchering their genitals. We're not really into all that stuff. We're not into oil price caps and we're not into sanctions too much. And all of a sudden, nice nice was made between the, the Iranians and the Saudis via China. It seems like all the old beef is being settled. Oh yeah, all the old beef is being settled. Saudi Arabia and Iran, Syria and all of its Arab neighbors, all the beef, all the peace is starting to come out now. And now when things are starting to settle down and this whole Ukraine war is being blown up in their faces because they're starting to realize that you cannot fight against an industrial juggernaut, which is Russia, that NATO and the United States doesn't have the money, doesn't have the industrial production to even fight a war. Now all of a sudden Europe's like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't uh, be followers of the United States. Maybe we shouldn't uh, get caught up in how important the dollar is. We got our own stuff to worry about. Even the Europeans are starting to leave the United States. Oh, yes. Wayne, I see you in the, the Lancia Stratos. Oh, my God. One of the greatest Group B rally cars ever. Amazing. Amazing. Dominated the rally circuit during the 80s. Absolute axe murder of a car. Loved it. Anyway. And the Europeans are realizing, hey, you know what? The EU is just right now just a structurally weak, impotent vassal of the United States. And the United States policy, which is, you know, like what Kissinger said, is the dangerous thing to be an enemy of the United States. It's a deadly thing to be an ally of the United States. And now the European Union are doing things that are not expedient or beneficial to the EU's greater strategic play. They're like, wait a minute, man. Something's wrong here. This is not to our benefit. I'll tell you right now. I'm going to show you. I'm going to find this funny clip. If I could just find it. Give me one second. I won't be able to find it. I thought it would be here. It's a funny clip that showcases. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up here. Give me one second, folks. Let me see here. Um, oh, yes, I found it. Here it is. 
This is from a comedy series. Uh, called Utopia. And it was aired uh, August 30th, 2017. Season 3, Episode 7. It's an Australian comedy. It's, it's, it's like their version of Yes, Prime Minister. Okay. And uh, let me bring that in. You, got, you guys will get a kick out of this. But it, it, it again gives you a snapshot of Western foreign policy. Here we go. Short notice. I thought the best way to proceed was to get everyone in the one room. Good thinking. Okay. You're all right. I'll come straight to the point. This white paper is recommending we spend close to $400 billion over the forward estimates. Now, at some point, the PM is going to be asked a very simple question. In order to protect us from which enemy? Hmm. It's so hard to say 400 billion pick one a regional player specifically colonel an indo-pacific regional player more specifically <laughs> indo-asia pacific that's broader who are you leaving out europe yeah i sort of need a country or an unaligned player no a country one that might threaten us just one yeah i wouldn't want to raise tensions where in this room you know what i'll name one and you just nod china <laughs> okay. And what exactly are we protecting? Strategic interests. Specifically, Colonel? Indo-Pacific strategic Again, interests. Really specifically. Indo-Asia-Pacific yeah. strategic interests. You know interests. what? I'll say it and then you nod. Our trade routes. Yeah. And who is our number one trading partner? Shall we use an odd system? Sure. China? Yeah. So under this scenario, we're spending close to $30 billion a year to protect our trade with China from China. <laughs> There it is. That is what an Ivy League education and good old boy networks and skull and bones and circle jerk committees and think tanks get you. There it is. And that doesn't strike anyone at this table as odd. <laughs> Protect our trade with China. There you go. There you go. So under this scenario, we're spending close to $30 billion a year to protect our trade with China from China. And that doesn't strike anyone at this table as odd? Yo, I'm telling you, man, look, I've spent close to 15 years of my life at this point, 12 years, 13, whatever, right? Talking to people who work, who had worked, in similar situations in Western think tanks and policy, you know, groups within several Western countries. And I kid you not, this is exactly what you're seeing between this show Utopia and that whole Yes Prime Minister show in the UK. That is really what the hell it is. This is exactly what it is. So wait a minute. So uh, we're spending... $400 billion and $30 billion to protect our trade routes with China, from China. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. This is, the, this is the mental policy, like, trap. This is the mental trap that the West has gotten itself into. I mean, think about this. And the EU is like, this is where the EU is at. 
because China is the EU's largest friggin' trading partner. Largest trading partner the EU has is China. And the Americans are like, yeah, we're going to go after China. And here's the funny part. Guess who's America's largest trading partner? It's China. Guess who's Taiwan's largest trading partner? Like literally 80% of all Taiwanese trade goes to mainland China. And the Taiwanese people are like, wait a minute, how is this benefiting us? We're going we're gonna to go to war with a country that we do 80% of our trade with. The same thing with the United States. We do a shit ton of trade with the Chinese. How does this benefit us? Because look, the only thing the U.S. has, our biggest exports are trash and recyclables. And now Chinese are watching what the United States is doing because the United States, the Treasury officials are saying that America has a message for countries and companies still doing business with Russia. You're with us or you're against us. You're either with us or you're with the terrorists. You're either with us or you're with the Chinese. And the Europeans are already saying, yeah, you know, uh, you know, we like your rainbows and uh, we are all about the rainbows and the uh, global homo. But I don't think uh, this uh, trade things is, uh, is uh, I don't think we have done that. The EU is reliant on U.S. defense. And their EU, the, the, the handful of European leaders that actually have a brain cells to rub together, who were, you know, really down and really on board with the whole Ukraine war. And they were really down and on board with U.S. defense are seeing firsthand how incredibly piss-poor U.S. equipment is working. Incredibly piss-poor. Building a a real EU military means retooling its political economy. Massive fiscal expenditure and a population willing to fight, all of which the Europeans don't have, all of which, in reality, the Americans don't even have. And the EU is looking at this whole entire thing saying, uh, you know, I think this, uh, uh, you know, uh, colloquial uh, mass suicide is uh, not uh, in our best interest. Gentleman by the name of Stephen Roche wrote an article, Beijing's Sense of Resignation. And here's his quote. For the broad consensus of Chinese I met with during my March 23rd through the 28th visit to Beijing, the air was heavy with a grim sense of resignation over the U.S.-Chinese conflict. Now, the Chinese people, which love the U.S., now they're kind of getting sick of America, just like the rest of the world. The China consensus now believes that there is very little that can be done 
to arrest this worrisome downward spiral in the world's most important bilateral relationship. But resignation speaks to a different dimension of conflict. The acceptance that it is here to stay and that there is very little that can be done to arrest the escalation, let alone find a path to conflict resolution. I am left with the uncomfortable sense that the Chinese leadership is now struggling to reconcile its core goals of prosperity and global stature with the mounting conflict with the U.S. In doing so, they are all but dismissing China that has given up hope and is now preparing for a far more dangerous phase of conflict escalation kinetic military action. Fortunately, I didn't pick up any such sentiment on my recent trip in Beijing, but just the thought, reinforced by the recent bellicosity of the U.S. Congress, adds to the lingering sleep deprivation of jet lag. Imagine that. Here we have, here we have, the Secretary of State flying over to China, flying over to Taiwan. Anything we can to piss people off, we do it. Anything we can to be as boorish, to be as undiplomatic, to be as pig-headed, to be as unsophisticated as possible when it comes to this alien thing called diplomacy because we seem to not have any real statesmen anymore. Anything we could do to rub salt on the wound, anything we could do to piss people off, anything we could do to screw people over, anything we could do to backstab a country, an ally, we go ahead and we do it. Wow. Wow. And it's, it's, it's amazing that the idiots in Washington, D.C. went out with this incredible bellicose of, a, of, of, of this attitude. This incredible attitude that in the world, we're the leaders of the world. You ain't shit. You ain't shit. And now going into 2024, you're going to see how much leaders of the world we are because OPEC just decided to cut supplies. But don't worry. We're the leaders of the world. We're the largest economy in the world. Good times are going to roll again, folks. The IMF just cut out the global GDP outlook. Whenever the IMF says global GDP outlook, translate that to West. It says heavy downside risk to banking crisis. Well, it's not a banking crisis because the rest of the world is fine. It's just American banks. Oh, yes. And it's an amazing, even, even. Japan is swinging to the multipolar world. The only ones that are left isolated is the United States.
in all of our cities. I mean, I just heard the news that in San Francisco, Whole Foods just shut down their, their flagship store because of employee safety. People, their employees are getting punched in the face. They're being assaulted, vandalized. Stuff's being stolen out of there. It's ridiculous. You got to love it. All these blue hell holes. The Inner Harbor District in Baltimore. I mean, it's a war zone. It's a war zone in Baltimore right now. Another blue hell hole. So let's take, let's take a look at how, this is coming to many places, and right now it's in in these liberal areas. I'm telling you right now, man, it's like these large-scale cities is going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. Here's Baltimore. These are kids. These are kids, man. You have 14, 15, and 16-year-old kids running through the streets. Good God. It's incredible. Madness. Meanwhile, the rest of the world move forwards. Here we have the Turks just discovered another 500 billion. It's probably even more than that. Turkey says Black Sea natural gas discoveries right off the Bosphorus Strait. Look at this. The volumes of natural gas in Turkey has found near the Black Sea are worth an excess of 500 billion. It's probably, it's definitely more than that. Turkish Energy National Resources Minister Faith Donmaz. Fatih Donmaz. Told broadcaster CNN Turk. The huge gas fines will be enough to supply all households in the country for 35 years or to cover total Turkish natural gas consumption, including from industry for 15, 20 years. Incredible. And guess where that's going? Guess where that's going? That's going to go directly to the multipolar world. That's going to go directly to the Europeans because we've alienated the Turks. So the Turks are linking up with the Russians and the Syrians. And they're going to be sending natural gas to where? Europe. Why? Because Macron is already out there. Macron is the real leader of Europe. Don't don't let this whole European Union confuse you. France is pretty much the lead country. Germany is completely cucked. In other words, everybody's leaving the U.S. Alliances break down amongst countries when the ruling country's currency no longer has clout. 
Alliances break amongst countries when the leading country's currency has no clout. And the dollar does not have the clout that it once had. Thank you, United States government. If there's anybody that's destroyed the dollar, it ain't the Chinese, it ain't the Russians, it's the U.S. government, it's the idiots in D.C. And how are we going to escape this trajectory? God only knows, folks. God only knows. Incredible. Anyway, this is why the importance it is, you know, I always tell people, listen, you need multiple streams of income. And I always tell people, look, you, you, you know, join up, you know, figure out how you're going to make money and create additional streams of income for yourself. And here's the cool part, folks. You know, I mentioned Algo Factory, right? Algo Factory, the money that you spend learning in Algo Factory is a tax write-off. Right? It's a tax write-off. 50 bucks a month, tax write-off. Learn to trade. Learn how to build your algorithms so you can bring in some additional income so you can feed your family. You can make as much money and get the hell out of harm's way. And support Rogue. Limited time. We're going to be launching the new website soon, so support Rogue. FJBBalloons.xyz FJBBalloons.xyz is the link. And support us. With that being said, folks, we're at the end of the show. I will be back 2 p.m. Eastern Time. 2 p.m. Eastern Time with Matthew Errett. With that being said, I'm over and I'm out. See you guys back in two. Cheers.